The Dragon Red is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know that armadillos love fried chicken? Like, really love fried chicken. Which is super fucked up because armadillos are the chicken of the sea. That's basically cannibalism. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't know that. For more armadillo facts and to find out how you can get episodes a day early and to check out our other podcast, visit us at armadillo.club. Nailed it. Right. Hello Third there. Try. Yes, thank you. Hello there. Uh, welcome to the welcome to Welcome to the Drag Race. Jeff is so tired. <laughs> I am tired. Road episode. On yeah, the road. road episode. Armadillo's on the road. Armadillo's on the road. Roadkill. <laughs> oh, Armadillo roadkill. Too soon. Mm. Uh, welcome to the Dragon Reread. We are rereading the Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series, usually, but right now we're at Robert Jordan's convention, JordanCon, in Atlanta. That's right. And Day two. A, yeah, this is the second of our two episodes, because no way are we going to do this again. Yeah, well, I, I mean, we, we're, we're flying out tomorrow, so we may not get to do much uh, con stuff tomorrow, so this will probably be our... Yeah, maybe we'll record in the air. Our ultimate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to... We're going to actually change to a um, Delta Airlines podcast, where we <laughs> right. just review our flights on Delta Airlines. <laughs> oh, man. We should do that. We Right. We could... I think I've, we got a lot to say. I've flown on Delta Airlines two times, and I can review them. Yeah. 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 Mr. Delta, if you're listening. <laughs> Check us out at patreon.com. The Charmandel Podcasting Club. John Delta. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, we had a, the full day of the con today, and yeah. you guys went to a lot more stuff than I did. Yeah, I mean, we. I would say that that we had a, a similar experience to have what we had yesterday. We got to meet some fun people. Oh, I should chat. say, after we recorded yesterday, we met some wonderful people down in the hotel bar. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, that was post recording. I forgot. And it they was were, so great. Yeah, they were. It was. I've never talked so much about the Wheel of Time with people that didn't have any like social obligation to spend time <laughs> it's so cool and uh they were also very good about not spoiling us because we were only a knife of dreams yeah i, I have to say that uh everyone has everyone has been super cool about that which is hard to do i mean to be fair and i say this to everyone it's like this series has been done for a long time so it's okay if you accidentally do but everyone has been super cool about it yeah we're on knife of dreams and everyone's Everyone's been respectful of that. I don't think anyone's actually spoiled anything for me. No, they haven't. They've been great. Yeah. I think because people love them so much. Like, we were talking to a man yesterday who said he's read through the series about 13 times, which I would believe. He's obviously loves the series. Um, one for each forsaken. One for, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Wake up, people. Um, and he, you could tell he was so jealous of us that we still have, like, all these exciting things coming up. Yeah, so. the, just the raw enthusiasm that people have is, like... Contagious, I think. It's been great. It's been exciting to see how many women are here too. I don't remember if I mentioned that yesterday, but it's super cool to see. Yeah, I I, uh, I know that that's with a fantasy fandom that is sometimes uh, not what you see, you know. Mm. But but yeah, I would say it's 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 definitely the case. Yeah, and you I I feel really positive about the cosplay I've seen too because like you know you do you, but like it occurred to me when I'm seeing all these like women, especially in their costumes, like. Nobody's dressed skanky, which is nice that you're able to be like these strong, cool characters That's from the series point. without having to show a lot of skin. Yeah, I haven't seen yeah. any chainmail bikinis, uh, any bikinis of any sort, honestly, which, you know, I mean, yeah. they, they wouldn't really fit with the Wheel of Time, so that makes I've, sense, right? Yeah. I've seen sensible shawls. Yeah. yeah, right. Lots of sensible shawls, lots of good, good, <laughs> good two rivers wool. Two rivers wool and leather yeah, I, I saw a woman dressed as a wise one, and it was like, it was spot on. It was so good. Yeah. Cool. The bulky top and the, and the brown kerchief and the big skirts. She looked great. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of cool cosplay. I think that was something that I really didn't expect coming to the con. I don't know why I didn't expect because every con has cosplay, but but I figured with a con like Jordan Con, it's a little smaller. But no, man, the cosplay is on point. It's been really amazing. Yeah, I think they said there was about 500 attendees, and 100 of them are first-timers. So yeah. that's impressive. Yeah, that's really cool. Especially for a post-pandemic year. Yeah, and... and uh, 
according to everyone who we've talked to, this is an unusual con. You know that there there are definitely panels and events, but uh, a lot of the big social events uh, didn't ha- didn't happen this year. So uh, I think next year. Yeah, uh, we'll definitely have to check it out, and so, so we can do some of those fun things. There's a very like karaoke and like a dance party and all this stuff. I think I would really dig. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, there have been people partying in the lobby and the hotel bar like all day, all the time. Every time I go down there, it's just packed with people. That is true. And uh, as we mentioned last night, we went down there and just randomly struck up a conversation with some people that we had never met before. We ran into them at the bar, and then we grabbed a table with them. We talked to them for, like, hours. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was awesome. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. So, anyway, the, how, how were the panels? I interrupted you before. Oh, no, it's all right. Um, yeah, you know, the, it's tricky with panels, you know. Um, I, we, so, uh, we, we uh, went to two panels today. We went to one that was uh, um, that was kind of a, a oriented around the concept of race or, or uh, people of color in the Wheel Time series. It was called... Uh, what was it? They're not... It, all, they're not all white clothes. Yeah, with white. Oh, on the white. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and, uh, it was an interesting panel. Um, I think that everyone's thinking a lot about the TV series right now. So as a result, the main focus of the panel discussion, you know, when it was discussion oriented was like, were things like casting. Cause I think that's something that's among the wheel of time community. It's a very heated topic is the people that are casting for the show because not all of them, all of them are white and therefore they may not necessarily, uh, reflect what, some fans pictured in their minds, which is always going to be true. Right. But, mm-hmm. but I, on the other hand, uh, Robert Jordan, uh, while he did leave, uh, race, uh, uh, ambiguous in many cases, in a lot of cases, he explicitly states like, you know, this person had dark skin, this person had skin, like, uh, you know, teak or charcoal or whatever, you know? So like he did, he did indicate that there were people of color throughout. Uh, one of the panelists actually had a list and she, she said that there are 78, characters that are like documented people of color in in the series which i i mean it it didn't i, I was actually surprised that's a lot you know for, yeah. for a fantasy series but i mean robert jordan does have like nine thousand characters so <laughs> maybe it's not a lot but but still you know it, it was a uh, it was focused more on the tv series than i would have liked because i think there's a lot of interesting stuff to talk about in the books themselves but you know it was still it was still fun yeah, it was. Um, the, so the second panel we went to was about how mental illness is depicted in fantasy and not specifically just the Wheel of Time, but more uh, general. And there was a really, really interesting panelist on there. She's a woman with a Ph.D. in clinical psychology, and she actually practices. And she also has published a number of fantasy books, which include characters with mental illness. And uh, everything she said I found really fascinating, and mm-hmm. I really appreciated her speaking. And she talked about, like... Um, the importance of accuracy in representation and how I'd never heard of it before, but um, after you you write something, you get, I think they call them sensitivity readers, um, to read what you've written and provide input from perspectives in order, the idea is to help create a, the most accurate possible representation of somebody who might have whatever that particular condition is. It makes a lot of sense, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that was really cool. Um I really enjoyed hearing from Can her. Can you say the name of that person? So the... Yeah. So the author is Cecilia Dominic, and I haven't read any of her books, but I'm definitely going to be looking them up now, and I would encourage anybody else who this kind of rings a bell with to check her out as well. Yeah, it, it was... Um, I would... I, I, I don't want to be negative, but I would, I would say that the only disappointing thing about it is I feel like she didn't get to speak as much as I would have liked just because the moderator had a very strong hand in the, uh, in the panel, which, you know... That, May not have been good for this particular uh, audience, but 
Um, but sh but uh, that particular panelist was very, was really cool, and uh, you know we 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 covered a bit of a few different series. I think people mentioned, obviously, Harry Potter always comes up when you talk about fantasy. There was a lot of discussion about uh, Harry Potter, various characters, how, you know, they, they had trauma and things like that. A lot of people mentioned the Stormlight Archives, actually, as having good representation. I've never read them. Yeah. Um, and I know that a lot of uh, folks, a lot of our listeners have said that we should check those out, um, which we may, we may or may not. I know that... Uh, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Je Jeff, Jeff has his own, you know, experiences with Brandon Sanderson that, you know, uh, he he may not wish to do that series, but we'll he see. He punched me in the face one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't want to very bring, little justification. I, I didn't want to bring up your beef, man. It completely decked me and embarrassed me in front of my friends. Yeah, I mean, like you didn't see it coming. It was clearly a sucker punch, right? And, <laughs> yeah. And he just laughed while you were on the ground. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Sanderson, if you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> check out our Patreon. No, I just I have to say though I haven't read any Brandon Sanderson yet, um, and of course we're about to start doing the Wheel of Time books that he helped author. Um, but other than that, I'm going to look at his books because I'm really interested in seeing how he depicts mental illness. A lot of people have said he does that with characters explicitly. Um, and also, just personally, I've been really impressed by him. Like, he has been everywhere during this con. And yeah. He was playing, I think he was playing Magic. Yeah, with, for charity. He was playing yeah. Magic the Gathering. Yeah, yeah, he was doing that for hours. And then last night, like, at 11 o'clock at night, we were hanging out in the bar, and he was still there, like, interacting with yeah. his fans and stuff. He's been so generous with cool. his time. Yeah, he really has. And, in fact, we ended up uh, riding in the elevator with him, and this was, like, 11.30 at night, and he had, like, a packet of instant oatmeal. And he was like, I'm going to go finally get to eat dinner. And I was like, aw. <laughs> okay, Poor Brandon guy. Sanderson. Yeah. I know, you're, you're working. Yeah. You're working your heart out here. Uh, something else that came up during the um, that that first panel, the uh, the one about uh, race was the Broken Earth trilogy, which I think yes. we've 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 we, <laughs> we've talked about this. You know, we we always talk about what we're going to do after the Wheel of Time and what what series we want to tackle next, and it's on our list. It's one of the ones that we've been looking at. And then last night, uh, I think someone else brought up the Broken Earth trilogy and MK Jemison. Yeah, and then it came up again. So I just feel like there's a lot of uh, the universe is telling us we really should check out the it, series. It has moved up to the top of my list for what I think we should do afterwards because, like, mm -hmm. so many people have mentioned it, and like, we want to, you know, we want to try to keep some of these great listeners we have for the Dragon we read. So maybe if we go over into MK, MK Jemison next, yeah. we yeah. can keep those listeners. Yeah. So uh, you listeners out there, uh, if you've got an opinion on that, please let us know. Hello at armadillo.club. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so so after that we uh, we did the town in Atlanta and had some fantastic food. Yeah, Ooh, I'm stuffed. Like I'm so full right now. Yeah, I know. We we almost didn't record this because we just wanted to roll around like that blueberry girl in, in Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I got back to my room, I collapsed on my bed for and I did not move until Jeff sent a message with like we should record something. I was like, okay. Yeah, rally, Micah, rally. Yeah, and uh, it's it, but the it was fantastic. I'm really impressed with Atlanta. I think if you want to visit Atlanta, yeah, you should. It's you know I I'm, I've been here once before for uh, for work and uh, I I didn't get to you know explore Atlanta much. Alice has been awesome about finding stuff around the city for us to check out, and uh, it's beautiful. Like it, I I really I don't know what I expected with Atlanta, but uh, it's yeah the trees are gorgeous. There's a lot of really good like food and. I maybe I was expecting culture. a few more foothills of the Appalachians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, so so Jeff, it's located in the foothills of the Appalachians. Is I right? read somewhere that it's in the foothills of the Appalachians. <laughs> but yeah, it's been fun. I didn't know what to expect with this con, but the 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 fans are definitely have been the best part. And I didn't know what that was going to be like. I didn't know as somebody who hasn't read the whole series and doesn't have as you know 
I'm not going to go as far as say it's an obsession, but there's people who like are really, really into these books more deeply than I think I am at this point in time. Um, so I didn't know how it would go, but it's been it's been awesome. Yeah, Love it. Uh, just an amazingly kind and welcoming fan base for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, so thanks for listening. That's it. Uh, we're taking our normal break while we do our other podcast, and we'll be back with The Gathering Storm soon enough. And meantime, if you're looking for something else to listen to, check out Living Dead in Austin, which follows the Sookie Stackhouse series by Charlene Harris. Even if you don't think you're a fan of like vampire books, these are really silly. You don't actually have to read them. You can just listen along. I'm personally having a great time and there's a lot of laughs. So. Yeah, they're really and they're they're really easy reading too. I mean, yeah. I, they're they're real light um and they're very silly. Yeah. yeah. So, do you recommend? All right. Until next time, the, the light, light illumine you. you.